When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Righto, let's get into the phone call. Zaid, the life member from Auckland. G'day, Zaid. Uh, good afternoon, Steffi. Hey, brother. Uh, most punishing athlete, John Jones. Why? Why? Because he's a cheat? Uh, yeah, and he does cocaine, abuses his partner, um, starts shooting people, that's why. Um, yeah, Dave Warner, Steve Smith. The whole Australian cricket team, pretty much, they're all punishing um, <laughs> because they always beat us. Um, the South African rugby team, they're pretty punishing as well. I'm not a fan of them. Um, obviously, our biggest rivalry in sport and rugby, pretty much. So, yeah, they're not too fun playing them. They're always, you know, real niggly and physical. Mm. Um, I, I, I don't know too much about him, but he seems a bit punishing. Is the um, Sydney Kings coach? He seems punishing. Oh, I don't know him. Did you hear what he said the other day? No. He said the Breakers play that the All Blacks, so he sounds punishing, doesn't he? Because <laughs> he said we play physical. Yeah, I like physical, but um, yeah, I don't think so he sounds a bit annoying. Who? Um, uh, if we're gonna go, bees uh, Quade Cooper, he's pretty punishing. Yeah, I know people find him punishing. I don't mind Quade Cooper myself. Uh, David Pocock, he was always annoying to play. <sighs> Wonderful yeah. players, eh? He was a wonderful player. Yeah, good. that's why. Oh, you just don't like them when they're good. You're one of those guys, <laughs> eh? <laughs> <laughs> you, you probably don't like any of the Blues players then because they're all good. What about, no, they play for me, mate. What about Conor McGregor? Uh, yeah, he can be a bit punishing, yeah. Yeah. All right, mate. Paddy Pimblett, he's not punishing. Nah, nah, nah. <laughs> right. not punishing. Good man, Zade. Thank you. Cheers, buddy. I, definitely Stephen Gerrard as well. Yeah, Stephen yeah. Gerrard. Okay, yeah, that was Ricardo's one. That was Ricardo's one. Thanks, Zade. Let's go to Christchurch. Talk to Mikey. G'day, Mikey. <laughs> How you going? This is a good one, this one. Uh, <laughs> mine's, of a, mine's of a certain era. Um, funnily enough, two Australians are on the list, but there's no surprise. I actually agree with uh, Zade of Vainal. Zaid or Zane? I always get the two mixed up. Zaid with a D. Zaid. Yeah, yeah. Definitely the entire Australian cricket team. But <laughs> there was one guy back in the day who used to fire up the crowds when we used to go see him was Greg Matthews. <laughs> I knew, I thought someone, it didn't take long, second caller. I was thinking Greg Matthews in the toilet seat. <laughs> oh, punch that guy in the face. Jesus. <laughs> um, <laughs> and uh, when I was over in... UK, we went to a Barbarians game over in Cardiff, and there were two players there that I, I couldn't stand. Um, and we went to the we went to the nightclub afterwards where the players were, and one of them definitely lived up to his name, Matt Burke. 
Oh, I couldn't stand that guy, and he was an absolute douche as well, um, from what I could see in real life. Coughing onto my wife, what's going on? Maddie Burke? <laughs> um, but uh, another guy I couldn't stand, probably because he was so good, and I think he was a bit filthy player, but he was an amazing player, was a guy called Mark Andrews from South Africa. Do you remember him? I remember Huge Mark lot. Andrews with the bald head and the headband. Oh, yeah, yeah. I thought he was a filthy player and I couldn't stand it, but I guess part of that was probably because he was just so that good. Yeah. Uh, he was at the nightclub as well, and my Irish mate um, was with me, and, and he knew I didn't like him. Um, and he goes, hey, Mike, I've got someone who you, who you can meet. And I go, who's this? I turn around, and there's Mark Andrews, oh. six-foot bloody eight of him or whatever he is. <laughs> and he goes, Mikey, did you want to say something to Mark Andrews? And I'm like, you bastard. And I went, oh, oh hello, hello, Mark. And this absolute sh- Shovel of a hand comes down to shake my hand, and he was a perfect gentleman. Bought me a drink, lovely. So it just goes to show. It does. You know, some people in real life are actually very, very nice. Yeah, that's so true. That is so true. Good memories, Mikey. <laughs> Thanks for sharing those yarns. Well, They're good yarns. No worries, mate. All good. Cheers, Thanks. buddy. Uh, upper Hut, Gary. G'day, Gary. G'day, staff. Beautiful day down here today. Stinking hot. Of course it is. Of course it is. <laughs> yeah, it, it really is. <laughs> hey, uh, first one that come to my mind, another Australian, strangely enough, Nick Kyrgios. I can't stand him. Wow, <laughs> really you see? Now. I know you like him. I love yeah. him. I love him for entertainment yeah. value. Yeah. Yeah, I, I, I completely appreciate his ability, but just, I don't know, there's something about that guy that just rubs me up the wrong way. <laughs> I just can't stand him. Yeah. And it's closely followed by Warner as well, so there's a couple of bodies on that list. <laughs> yeah. And you could throw Ronaldo in there as well just at the moment because, man, I can't stand that guy either. I'm so glad they went out, and I so want Argentina to win this so Messi can say he's the best. Yes. Yes, <laughs> let's go, Lionel. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, it's a bit petulant of me, I guess, but, uh, yeah, no, that's the way I am. <laughs> that's fine. Don't change who you are. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, but, yeah, chuck down Kyrgios for me. It's just uh, something about that. He's so talented, but, by God, he, yeah, a face you want to punch, that's him. Yeah, absolutely. But do you do you always watch him? Uh, yeah, he is watchable. Yeah, you're yeah. not wrong there, definitely. Yeah. He knows what he's doing. Half the time it's all put on, you know. He's, he is playing up to it, but, yeah. Still doesn't change the fact you still want to punch him. <laughs> <laughs> awesome, mate. Thanks for the call, Gary. All right. Cheers, Catch up. cheers buddy. You're on Afternoons with Staffy. Thank you to Gull. Uh, fueling your mission all year round. Uh, enough fuel in all of those stations to drive to Dunedin, have a beer with Brad. G'day, Brad. Staffy, how are you? Good. Thank you, Brad. It's good, mate. Um, well, obviously, Warner is immediately spring to, uh, spring to mind. Mm. But um, might be unpopular with the Auckland folk, but the Ioani brothers. Oh. <laughs> Cannot stand them. <laughs> I don't know what to say. I don't know whether to defend them. I don't know whether to agree with you or disagree with you. I might just let it lie, Brad. <laughs> yeah, there could be, could be an argument here. <laughs> um, oh, just just arrogance, better than what they think they are. Yeah, um, just average. Mm, all right, all right, nice work. Another one, another one, another one, real punchable, Owen Farrell. Now, here's a little secret. I have written down one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. I've written down 11 names, and I'm going to tick them off as they go through the air. You've picked Owen Farrell. 
Uh, Steve Smith and, uh, and David Warner have been picked. Ronaldo's been picked. Uh, so four of my 11 have been picked, and I want to see if they're all going to get picked by the listeners before one o'clock. <laughs> oh, I, I genuinely think they will. <laughs> we'll see. We'll see. I don't think they'll pick one, um, but as soon as I say his name, they go, oh, yeah, Punisher. So let's see if people can get it on the phone. Thanks, buddy. Good chatting. Cheers, mate. Brad out of Dunedin. We go to Wellington, the 04. G'day, Scott. G'day, Steph. How are you going? Good, thanks, Scott. Great topic. Um, I'm going to just chuck in a couple that have already been said already. Um, obviously, uh, Ronaldo, and um, totally agree with you. I hope um, Argentina, obviously for your sake, with your sweepstakes. Yeah. Um, but overall, that um, no, Messi can go on and, and claim it because he he deserves it. And um, yeah, I just I'm just glad that Ronaldo isn't going to get that opportunity. Mm. Um, I'll chuck uh, being an Everton supporter. I'll chuck Steven Gerrard into that as well. Wow. Um, and Luis Suarez. Yeah, um, you know, um, don't really need to say much about him with the biting. No. Um, obviously, the whole whole Australian cricket team, but um, <laughs> Warner and Smith in particular, and the other one from that team would be uh, Brad Haddon. Yeah, gosh, Punisher. Oh, yes. Oh, you know, just just you know, I know wicket keepers are, are normally a bit mouthy, but um, yeah, no, he he was just over the top. He was sort of thing. neck so level. Just, just a guy. He was just a guy you just, you know, probably even his mum would struggle to like, to be honest. <laughs> There's a line for us. There's a great line. Good, good man, And I've got a, yep. I've got a, um, I just saw a, I actually just saw a power play. I thought I'd let you know about uh, for tonight with the uh, Big Bash. Um, oh. They're, there's one, uh, Alex Hales and Marcus Stoinis, uh, for both of them to two sixes each is paying seven bucks. Oh, oh, that's not bad. Is no, that, no, is... and if Hales is going, he, uh, he'll definitely had a few sixes and, and Stoinis does as well. So this is a, is this the first match tonight? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's got uh, Trent Bolt obviously playing in that as well. So this is the thunder against the stars. Look at me flying yeah. through here now. Um, Power plays. How much did you say I was paying? Six. Uh, seven, I think it is. Seven. Hales and Stoinis to hit two plus sixes each. I'm about that. Seven bucks. Yeah. I think that's pretty good value, that one. And it goes. I've clicked it. <laughs> awesome. Let's hope it comes through. <laughs> Let's go. Let's go. Cheers, buddy. No worries, Steph. Have a good day. Cheers, mate. You too. We'll take a quick break. When we come back, we'll chat to Graham from Wairarapa. Who's the most punishing athlete? 0800 150 So many text messages have come in, which I'm going to package up, and after one I'll read there's some absolute doozies. One quick one. Mark Stafford, have a Merry Christmas and a Happy New Year. That is from our great mate Jason in Melbourne, Victoria, Australia. You too, Jason. I hope you have a very, very nice time. Let's go back to the phones. 0800 150 Graham, g'day, bud. How are you, mate? All right? Very well. Sorry. Um, my wife would smash the TV screen just about every time Novak Djokovic is uh, <laughs> on screen. <laughs> and I'm starting to laugh at him now. I just thought he was an absolute joke when he first started, but uh, 
but now I think he's quite funny. <laughs> it's interesting. I saw him um, before he was anything, and I, I watch all those Friday night fights and all that sort of stuff, and he was on an undercard in a little town hall and. I don't know, out of Manchester or something, and Eddie Hearn said, this guy's going to be world champion. He's like, too right am. And I'm like, mate, you're an unco Gumby. You, you are not going to be yeah. a wheelchair. I just watched him fight. I thought, you're nothing. Well, was I wrong? Yeah, <laughs> yeah exactly, exactly. On the tennis front, um, I think historically, Macaro must have uh, stirred, a few, uh, <laughs> stirred a few people up. I think he had more haters than he had lovers, that's for sure. <laughs> I loved him, uh, and again, like what did I love him? Like he was a fan. I loved him because he was serve volley, and we don't see serve volley anymore. And he was his battles with Jimmy Connors and Bjorn Borg was just highlights. Yeah, yeah iconic stuff. Yeah, absolutely iconic. Yeah. Where are you today, right. mate? Are you still in Wainui? Uh, no, no, it's just Mondays for an hour. Um, <laughs> no, I'm in, uh, I'm just on the way from Masterton to Carterton, mate. Oh. Carterton is yep. the second-hand shop capital of New Zealand. Yep, and and that's not that's not abuse, Carterton. That is a big, big tick because it's amazing yep. stuff. Yeah, and half of Wellington already in Greytown, so they already <laughs> finished their jobs, their uh, corporate jobs, and they're already in Greytown. <laughs> oh, that was my number one town in New Zealand in our Tuesday draft, actually, Greytown back in the day. Oh, yep. fantastic, yep. mate! Good chatting, bud. Take it easy. Uh, Graham from Wairarapa, sometimes Wainui, currently Wairarapa, Petoni for sure sometimes. But I know this man, he's a boxing man. He's a boxing man from Foxton. And we're going to chat to him very shortly, I think. Or is he ringing about something else? No, he's ringing to chat. Chris from Foxton. G'day, Chris. Yeah, yeah, have another go. Um now, this is going to upset everyone, but Mike Tyson is the guy that I think is totally underrated when he, uh, uh, his um, life history is not that flash. And if I went to meet him, I'd probably have to take a van to Holyfield with me. <laughs> um, but, uh, you know, he was, uh, had 13 losses and nine times he was TKO'd. Uh, Buster Douglas knocked him out, and everyone raves about uh, Mike Tyson. And, you know, out of the ring, he was a horrible person. Mm. Um, got got um, years and years of raping this world, and and then had the audacity to go and talk to kids at schools about And I know that he, he came up from a hard background, but he didn't do it for me. So that's the guy. Mm. Um yeah, uh, you know, like people say that he was one of the best world champions. He was twentieth on my list, and um, not not being nasty, but you know that I just couldn't stand him when he when he tried to bite uh, Vander's uh, ear in in the uh, third bout that they had, which um, Vander won three of them and um, tried to bite his ear, and he was definitely on something that day. When you watch the replay of the fight, <laughs> yeah, he he was a crazy man, wasn't he? But the the early Mike Tyson, and I'm going to go when he was twenty to twenty two, he was untouchable. Yeah, he yeah. was destructive. Yeah, he fought a lot of old guys then, though. Yeah, you know, he fought a lot of um, they weren't up and comers. They, yeah, but anyway, um, nice sunny day. 
That's the spirit. That's the stuff, mate. That's the stuff. Go and get okay. go and get yourself a lime Foxton fizz. Hey, hey, no, I can do better than that. I'm having a hug now. Ah, there you go. <laughs> Good on you, buddy. Good talking to you. Okay, mate. Cheers, yeah. bud. One of the great boxing historians, uh, Chris. From Fox, and I tell you what, there are so many text carriers. They are so good. Um, I've still got one. I'll let you in. Floyd Way Mayweather um, has come in a number of times on the text. He, he was on my list. He He's not one of mine, but I knew he'd be picked. But all the rest are mine, okay? Um, I think Floyd Mayweather, pain in the ass, you know, Floyd Money Mayweather. But scientifically, wizard, defensive wizard. He, the shoulder roll, how he managed to get through his whole career with pretty much never getting hit, a wizard in the ring. Bit of a knob out of the ring. Um, but I've still got one, two, three, four, five, six that haven't been rung up and mentioned. 0800 or 150811. That's the midday manners. Who are the punishers? Who are the athletes that make your wife want to throw things at the television that make you maybe a bit more lippy than you'd like to be, than you're comfortable. Turn you into a person that you don't like to be because they appear on TV and they're in a final and you just go, just beat that muppet because they punish me. New sport and weather. After that, we'll take your calls. 0800 150 811. If you can't get to a phone, happy for you to text on the Tampa Bed Post text machine. That is double eight double three. Big thanks to Temper and Bedpost for doing that. Logan Swinkles. Logan Swinkles from Mornings has texted the show. Michael Hooper is the only answer for most punishable athlete. Swinks has taken it upon himself. (laughs) That's how much he feels about it. I think Michael Hooper's fantastic. I don't find him punishing at all. There you go. New sport and weather. We'll come back. Midday Madness is all about the most punishing athletes, the ones that make your red blood cells white. Who are they? Donald Christchurch, good afternoon, sir. Not talking to us. He hung up. He had a joke, Steph. Oh, he had a joke. Did he tell you what the joke was? He did. Well, I'm not going to repeat it. I love my job. Can you tell, is it like a, what did the blah blah say to the blah blah or something like it, that? It was a weightlifting joke. Uh, Can you tell the first half without the punchline? Definitely not. Oh. Definitely not. There was a, I picked up on four key words before I said who or what. <laughs> uh, so, yeah. Uh, good man though, Donald. He's got a few. He said, he said uh, he'll brew a good one up for us. That's safe for you and he'll ring us back. So we'll hear from him again. Oh, that's good. That's good. Good. Now. Sammy's operating uh, from our cowcop office today. Um, I'm not actually quite sure why he's at home working from home today, but um, but he is, and uh, he is certainly putting in the work though. And um, he is the technology behind our next two biggest sporting moments of 2022. The first of which, which we'll play at about 20 past one. You do not want to miss that. You do not want to miss that. That is an absolute rip snorter. Oh, here he is. Here he is. Tēnākwe Ed from Tolaga Bay. Tēnākwe, brother. I was... You know, the fellow that I'm really 
Mitchell. Oh, you don't like Latrell? No, well, I don't like the way he beat up on old Joey Mummy. And yeah. then he did it twice. And I was going, Joey Mummy, come on, come. <laughs> he got you twice, man. <laughs> <laughs> that boy, he doesn't do all the other players, but when you hit this guy twice, I was going, by one, yeah, but twice, come on. <laughs> Hey, Ed, I had a friend of mine ring me last night and he said, who's that Ed bloke? He sounds a hard case. Would you say you're a hard case? Oh, well, I'm happy going up the <laughs> You're always happy, eh, Ed? Well, you've got to be yourself, man. There's a lot of things bring you down, but you know, uh, <laughs> <laughs> Where are you going for Christmas? I'm going home. You going to Tolaga Bay? Yep, I'll be there. Uh, uh, last day of work is next Thursday. So I'll be um, packing up uh, the missus and our baby and then we're off. Oh, for how long? <laughs> oh, probably about a week or so. Crayfish? Oh, crayfish, well, we'll see what happens. But I'm going to go and uh, do the Cook's Cove, get up on top of that mountain. I've been on top of that for a while. Nice. Go up to the wall and go dive into all my cousins' fridges and freezers. <laughs> That's the spirit, mate. You're a city slicker now. You've got to go and raid their freezers. That's how you do it, Sammy. That's it, mate. Don't worry about the bait. Just go to the freezer. You know, there's always something, you know, at the bottom of those freezers. Hey, look at this. This is a part from last season. Oh, sure. Pull that out. <laughs> Good man, Ed. All right, bud. Good chatting to you. Cheers, mate. Uh, Ed from Tolaga Bay. We just go about an hour, hour and a half down the coast to Joe from Gizzy. G'day, Joe. Hey, Steffi. That's right. The coast representing, mate, representing. Merry Christmas, boys. Yes. A hey, uh, couple of punishers got to be the Chapel boys. Just joined in if they've been mentioned, but... Um, they haven't you know, been. The, the, well, there we go. You know, they should be first mentioned off the bat, the Under Armours. Uh, you know, that they should be banished from cricket when you're talking about people like uh, Warner getting banished from captaincy. But anyone with the underarm of the Chapel Boys, I'll have them. I'll have Brock Lesnar. They're oh. just a filthy, steroid induced, drug taking grub, right? Yes. Who, who hammered our man, our, our hunt. You know, and that, when you watch that, you should, geez, you absolute guy out of control. So, absolute grub. Punisher, and uh, growing up, mate, and, and I, I, I knew him a little bit. It was uh, Carlos Spencer, you know. <laughs> you, you, your main man, your idol, the guy you've got a, still got a post of next to your bed. Uh, you know, the, the, the men of two mere, as they call him. But uh, yeah, he can he can punish himself straight off the edge of the plank. That boy, you know, just show pony had all the goods but uh, punished everybody he, he played against. And one of those guys everyone looked at and thought, mate, not going to have that. But uh, got a little story there if you've if you got a little bit of time, Seth. Go on. All right, so Adrian Cashmore's 21st. And uh, boys turn up with uh, the Orkies. He turns up with the Auckland boys. And Scrimo. Owen Scrimmager from the 70s yep. starts, having, starts having a bit words with uh, the uh, Mayor of Manawatu and dumps a bowl of coleslaw on his head. <laughs> and she's all on. She's all on, mate. 
absolutely hilarious. <laughs> but uh, one of those little stories that uh, the mayor of Manawa too got punished that day. But um, yeah, but like, listen, Merry Christmas to you, mate. You had a great show. You you bring everything every afternoon, and uh, you got a lot of regulars who, who listen in and call in. And uh, the way you carry your stories and your research with the boys behind the uh, behind the mic there, just want to say thanks very much. You know, you make a really good listening all afternoon when the boys are at work, and you make life go a little bit easier. Oh, so, right. uh, cheers, Jeffy. Really appreciate that, Joe. That that means a lot uh, from an astute listener like yourself. I always enjoy your calls, buddy, uh, and you're the greatest part of the world, of course, in Gizzy. Thanks so much, buddy. Always. All right, mate. Have a good one. Take it easy. Uh, Joe from Gizzy there, City of my birth, Gisborne. Always a little bit biased, but, oh, beautiful words. That that means a lot. Like, And that's the thing. Like, this show, um, I had someone ask me the other day, says, you got it easy, you got four, you work four hours a day. Um, it don't work like that. And I'm not getting the violins out, but, uh, geez, we've created a monster for ourselves this week. Like, you'll produce, like, a five-minute piece. Uh, you'll hear five minutes. It's a couple of hours each for the three of us <laughs> but uh, we love it and um, and we do it not for us we actually do it for the listeners out there and I hope that's quite evident because you guys are just so awesome um, look at the text messages I've got it's like I'm going to guess about 40 with your punishes in the sport I love the interaction that we get from you we try and pick some subjects you don't have to stick to the subject you can go off subject AZ you can go off subject AZ you can go off subject AED and it's the cool thing is that I do have friends that listen to this that have never rung and I've never texted, but they all know you guys. You know, you know what I'm saying? Like Zade's incredibly popular. Um, Joe from Gizzy. Um, my my godparents live in Gisborne and I was catching up with them and I and I said, I wish I knew Joe's last name. He's a great man from Gizzy and Ed from Tolaga Bay. The listeners are getting to know you and you're getting to know the listeners, and that's what we are all about here on the afternoons. Anyone else got any punishes? Anyone else got, or I'll start on the text machine after the ad break, which I don't want to do. I want to save it because the, it, it's going to be like, it's going to be a, like a singular, amazing individual podcast that we will release after the show. So all of the bits that we do on the show, all you people that are listening on your wireless, there might be the odd day that you miss the show. Everything's podcast. Everything's podcast on all of the platforms and on the SENZ app, which you'll probably want with holidays coming up. So download the SENZ app. When you open it, you can either click Listen Now, and if you opened it right now, it'd say Afternoons with Staffy, or you can go down the bottom, there's the podcasts, go show by show, whatever you want, all the New Zealand shows, all the Australian shows. Um, we've got Jared Waitley, we've got Gilly in West Australia. They're all there. And so take that on holiday with you and you can listen on demand because everyone's schedule is about to go out the window, isn't it? There's no driving to work and dropping the kids off to school soon. We are freestyling, a lot of us from Monday, a lot of us from Monday. But, yeah, just reiterate that we are here for the listeners and, and I love that the listeners are getting to know each other. I remember Graham from Wairarapa said he'd love to meet Graham from Marlborough for of Northam one day. And maybe that can happen one day. We'll have a get-together somewhere and it'll be fantastic because... Um, Putting faces to names and sharing a nutty brown frothy ale would be just tremendous. Anyway, we will take a break. If you've got any punishes in sport, love to hear them. 0800 150 811 calls after this.
Look, I tell you what, I was going to save the text messages till after one o'clock so we could just bundle it up into one podcast, but there are so many. I'm going to make a starter on them now. Unless you want to call, calls interrupt the Tampa Bed Post text machine. Uh, we love them for giving us this text machine. All these little pink messages with yellow boxes around them. Love them. So we'll get to them, but if you want to call 0800 150 we'll take your call. Uh, from Matt, to balance the equation with gender neutrality, Staffy, I'll go Serena Williams, then Daylight second. Oh, oh, for me. Now I'm going to. I'm not going to say the word that you've written here because I like Serena. Uh, for me, she's the most, let's say, challenging sports personality I've ever come across. I know what you're saying. That performance when she played Naomi Osaka, and that that wasn't great. Was it Naomi Osaka at the US Open when she? Yeah, she had a shocker. Righto, here they come. Nathan says, Paul Gallon, absolute grub. <laughs> he's a good player, but he's a bit of a knob end. Um, another one for Paul Gallon. Two in a row. Let me check. Two different phone numbers. So it is two different people. Um, Clado has chimed in with Jared cheating. Then he's put if. Asterix, 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 in Hain. So Jared Hain. Didn't know that was a surname. Frank, is it Jared cheating Frankenstein Hain? Doesn't like Jared Hain. James has said Courtney Bruce. You know what? You're onto something there. And who was the other Aussie netballer that used to wind me up? Sherelle McMahon, the centre. Oh, she was good, but gee, she was punishing. Uh, someone suggests George Gregan with six exclamation marks. <laughs> Willie Mason, the big buffhead from Chris. Don't like Big Willie, hey? Anthony Mundine, Anthony Mundine, absolute muppet. And John Hopawate, PJ. <laughs> Shooter McGavin. What an arrogant prick from Rory. <laughs> oh, dear. Now, here's two that are on my list. Jake and Logan Paul. Yes. They are right up there. Right up there. Well done for picking the Pauls. Uh, Blocker Roach punishes my ears all NRL season from Gareth, particularly when he plays the He doesn't like the Warriors, does he? Blocker Roach. Doesn't like them. Um... The most punish, uh, sorry, the most punchable faces in sport has to be Nick White and Grant Dalton. Ooh. I'm wondering if, in the fullness of time, you know how sometimes you live in the present and something is more magnified at the time, and then in the fullness of time, and you look back ten years, do, do you think what Grant Dalton's done with Team New Zealand and and all of that? Like, currently, it's annoying people because it's gone away from New Zealand. But in the next generation, we look back and say, geez, that guy put together a team and they won it and then they defended it and then they lost it and they won it back. And I'm just wondering about Grant Dalton, eh? Um, complicated man. Uh, intense man. Nick White, 100%. Lose the mo? Maybe not quite as punchable, Nick White. Zade says, Draymond Green, I hate him. He kicked Stephen Adams in the balls twice. <laughs> It's not bad. Um, Staffy and Sam and Captain K. Novak Djokovic for me. Brilliant player. 
but an arrogant twat. <laughs> Cheers and all the best for Christmas from Maggie. Thank you, Maggie. That's the thing about Novak. I can't, I can't quite decide because... Have you seen some of the thing he does those impersonations of players and he's got this surf down pat and he does lots of charity things as well. Then there was the Aussie Open anti-vax type thing. He's just like he's like a pendulum. I'm for him against him, for him against him. Now I'm neutral. But I know what you're saying, Maggie. He does wind a lot of people up. Uh biggest punishers are here, Staffy. Brad Haddon, Ali Williams, Justin Hodges, and Rico Yuani. There's a list. I won't say who that is. Oh, go on, Des. There you go, Des. <laughs> Staffy, my mother-in-law used to rage whenever she saw Jonah Lomu on TV. She didn't even know why herself. She just used to go over the top, unreasonable, whenever she was watching a game and he touched the ball and didn't score a try. Definitely poor form on her part. So she was really frustrated with him because he didn't score a try. Not that he was good, but he just didn't score a try. Most annoying rugby player is Faf de Klerk. He's arrogant and he's got true short man syndrome. I loved watching him get smashed. (laughs) You live in Pleasant Point. You should live in Angry Point. (laughs) Oh, John. It's funny how some people wind people up. Staffy, is Messi still on a... Oh, better hurry. Staffy, is Messi still on a suspended sentence for tax fraud from about two years ago, or have I got the wrong person, Sean? Sean, Captain K looked up, and there's about 400 professional footballers on suspended suspended sentences for tax fraud in Spain. He's probably one of them. He is one of them. We'll come back. Gull.nz. All the afternoon delight you'll ever need. It's Afternoons with Staffy on SENZ. I just Googled the Oklahoma Joe's Blackjack Charcoal Kettle Grill because I wanted to know what it's all about. It needs to be on my deck. It needs to be there. The best caller of the month, thank you to Ava Living, is going to win one. The Oklahoma Joe's Blackjack Charcoal Kettle Grill. If you've never rung the show, Google that. Oklahoma Joe's Blackjack Charcoal Kettle Grill and tell me you don't want it. And then ring any show anytime. 0800 150 They're worth five or six hundred bucks. They are money. They are conversation starters. Wheels, shelves. Can I call my own show? <clears throat> I might give it a go. Get yourself involved in that. Um, we're going to take new sport and weather very shortly. In the next hour, we've got our number eight. And our biggest sporting moments of 2022. But it was not your fault but mine. And it was your heart on the line. I really messed it up this time. Deny my dear. Deny my dear. For yourself, my man, you know that you have seen this all before. Sort of bluegrass, is that? Sort of bluegrass. I think banjos is bluegrass, but um, never mind. 
Oh, look, so many text messages. I've still got four on my list that haven't been mentioned. Now, I haven't read all the text messages. Let's see if any of my remaining four punishing athletes are on your text messages. Chris says, the Liverpool team and its fans. How do you feel about that, Captain K? I've just dumped that, so no one's going to hear that. No, you haven't. But no, I haven't. No. So, okay, there you go. Uh, James says, Messi is better than Cristiano Ronaldo, even without a World Cup. Yeah, those arguments will go on. From a Cantabrian to Zaid, Carlos Spencer. From Zaid to Cantabrians, Richie McCaw. What <laughs> oh, jousting. Um, Greg Dyer, Greg Chappell, David Warner, John Hart, Cristiano Ronaldo, because of his latest behaviour, and the NZRFU board for not appointing Razor. Punishing. Darcy Swain from Reese. Yes, can't wait for the All Blacks to fix him up. Oh, they will remember. Hey, Steph, here's my punchable faces list. <laughs> Justin Hodges, Nick White, and push and shove Rico Ioani from a year or so ago. I think he's got better now, though, from Shane. Oh, Scott, this guy wasn't on my list, but I'm with you. Glenn Maxwell is the biggest tool around. Anyone that gives themselves the nickname of Big Show, what a helmet. More like the no-show. Keep up the good work, guys. Scott from Christchurch. <laughs> uh, Jerome Luai from James. He's the guy that was at Bryant to All's wedding and thought he'd make, said something funny. And he actually swore or did something really bad in the speech. Jerome Luai. Staffy, Cody Walker. He has the ability to make me change channel every single time. From Ted. Cody Walker. Hey, guys, I have a top 10. This is from Tomo. David Warner, Phil Kearns, Rod Kafer, Owen Farrell, Quade Cooper, David Warner, David Warner, David Warner, David Warner, David Warner. <laughs> That's what he wrote. And I don't think he cut and paste. I think he was punching the phone hard when he sent that text message in. Staffy, I bet one of yours is darts player Daryl Gurney. Oh, the reason is because of his walkout song. Where it began. Mm, 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 mm. Yes, Carl. I don't mind Super Chin Daryl Gurney. I'm lucky enough to have met him. But his walkout song needs work. How did the Crusaders win the best team out of 25 teams when they relentlessly play Sweet Caroline every single game? Why? That's enough to know Oh, here's one on my list from Mark, Lewis Hamilton. <laughs> That's one on my list. I'm down to three unticked ones now. Thank you, Mark. Staffy, Greg Matthews. My friend introduced me to him in a bar in Christchurch after they'd towered us up in a test. What a great bloke. Told the best stories and shouted all afternoon, Mark. That doesn't surprise me. I actually know someone that knows Nick Curios as well and said he is the nicest bloke away from the tennis court. Owen Farrell, just a grub. Him and Jake Paul could punch each other. <laughs> Charlie. Surely the trifecta of punishers is Manus Labashkagni, David Warner and Steve Smith. They'd be paying single figures. <laughs> Mark from Christchurch. I can't call rough signal, but the biggest punisher going round is that absolute melt, Jerome Luai. Go look up his best man speech from Brian Toto's wedding. On the weekend, it tops it off there. That was the one I was talking about. It is not good. Uh, time and place. Aiden from Hawke's Bay. Floyd Mayweather. Okay. 
I knew someone would pick him. Clive Woodward. Oh, remember him with the Lions. And he bought out, as part of his management team, a spin doctor. That was his job title. Spin doctor. Oh, good vote here, Patrick Reed. He's a cheater. He's a disgrace to the game and a general punisher. Ruser from Howick. Ruser. Potentially the best name that's ever texted the show. Ruser. Cristiano Ronaldo, what a tosser from Richie. Has to be Brad Haddon. Normally, I think Eddie Jones, Michael Checker, and Jerome Luai can be pretty punishing. That's from Luke. Um, gosh, they just keep they just keep coming in. Keep coming in. Um Sam H working from home is a Christmas stitch up, I reckon. Sean, I hear you, Sean. Sean, I hear you. I think he's listening. I think Sammy H is listening. He did work. You're about to hear some of his work very shortly, actually, with our number eight in our biggest sporting moments. Uh, Zach Lomax pats the opposition on the back after St George score. I didn't know that. I'm going to keep an eye out for that. Eyeliner Manonu is up there for me. Now, again, Manonu, one of the nicest guys I've known, but I understand how he can polarise people. And David, it wasn't my sandpaper warner. <laughs> Cam Munster, James Faulkner, yes. Matthew Wade, Anthony Joshua, Mark Robinson, they that got capital letters. Bryson DeChambeau, LeBron James. Bryson's a bit punishing. I'm with you there. He is a bit punishing. LeBron James. Quade Cooper, Steve Smith, followed closely by Phil Kearns, Justin Harrison and Eddie Jones. I'm not picky any or all of them. That's from Rick. Hi there. Hansi Kronje and any match cricket match fixes. John from Christchurch. Ooh, it's a big list. Um, are you doing a new vault today? Kia ora Hamish. Yes, we are. About 2.40. John Eels from Carpety Stew. John Eels. Punisher. Is that because of that goal? Staffy Manus. Oh, can I read this out, Ken? Ken, this is for effect, isn't it? You don't truly mean this next name I'm about to say, Ken. Scott Robertson. He's not a punisher, he's a champion. Ken, you're just stoking the fire. I know you. Mark says Billy Slater. Inzamam Ulhaq. Not over 1992. None of us are that witnessed Inzamam Ulhaq. Bryson DeChambeau, another tosser from Richie. Wayne Barnes from Kenny. <laughs> On another referee, Paul Honus, Punisher. Staffy, it's got to be Greg Dowling. What a beautiful combination from Kevin Tamati, Marshy and Hawks Bay. Yes. Yes, boy. <laughs> I can't believe you're ending the year on this note, Staffy. Bit of a downer. Oh, Karen, I'm not finishing the year. I'm not finishing the year. I'm doing it actually quite uplifted, Karen. I apologise. I'm sorry, Karen. How can I pick you up, Carolyn? Tell you what, Carolyn. Text in and give us the subject for tomorrow's Midday Madness. It can be beautiful. It can be anything you like, Carolyn. Text me back. I'm so, I feel bad now. I've given Carolyn a downer. I'm, I'm finding quite of them a bit humorous. Staffy, Paul Gallen. He's a thug. Got a face like a drop pie. <laughs> See, that's funny, Carolyn. <laughs> He's got a face like a drop pie. <laughs> oh, oh, 
Oh, Carrie, stop texting. Uh, Homer Simpson. Homer Simpson gets a vote. Come on, Ken, you're better than that. That's from Kenny. Ken, you are better than that. Staffy, Cameron Munster makes me want to smash <laughs> with a bat. He's lucky punching is, a la- is outlawed in rugby league. Speaking of working from home, Sammy, as a boat builder since I've been working from home, sales have been going through the roof. <laughs> Not bad. Okay, I've read all of the text messages. I've had all of the calls. There are still three left on my list that I find punishing. And they, particularly two of them, oh, even they have all been number one in the world in their sport. Phil Mickelson. Phil Mickelson. I don't, I don't hate people. But I've always found him so disingenuous and awkward. Awkward is the word, Phil Mickelson. Like walking down the last hole and he's going to win the title and people are cheering for him and the way he waves and nods. and I just, I've just found him uncomfortable to watch. And then what he's done around this live golf and he's prepared to empty his nappies all over the PGA Tour where he made his fortune, evaded taxes, I might add, and he's just giving them backhands, backhanders, not payments, and saying he's on the progressive. You don't need to disrespect the tour that where you made yourself. So I really struggle with Phil Mickelson. That's one of them. Rafa Nadal. He winds me up. He just winds me up, particularly when he adjusts his underwear and then picks his nose. I just cannot handle that. Pick your nose, then adjust your underwear. Do it in that order, not the other order. The way he spins his water bottles to face the serving box that he's going to go to next. Putting hair behind his ears when there's no hair to go behind his ears. The towel, every single point. If you sweat that much, you'd cramp up. He just annoys me, Rafa. I know he's a wonderful tennis player. More to come on Rafa's career once he's retired. WTA. Wait for it. And another one. This is the one. This was the first name on my list. This is my first Punisher. Grinded my gears. Doesn't play anymore. Tennis player. Australia. Leighton Hewitt. With his come on and his reverse thing that he did with his hand. Oh, I found him so punishing. So, so punishing. (sighs) Scott Robertson, the player, made me want to break my TV because he was so unbelievably overrated and it's not funny. But as far as Razor the coach goes, he's the ultimate polar opposite. Brilliant. Uh, Peter Griffin. Peter Griffin. Family guy. Oh, family guy. I don't watch it. Okay. (laughs) Billy Slater gets another one. Michael Bevan because he single-handedly beat New Zealand. He was incredible for a while, wasn't he, Michael Bevan? The runner-ball guy. Staffy, Chippy Seminoff, you know why? Ouch. Thank you, Graham. Chippy Seminoff. Chippy Seminoff. Couple more. Um, okay. 
Are we allowed refs in this? Steve Walsh all day long. Surprised I know no one has said Sonny Bill Williams. And the last one for now. Too many Aussie cricket players to mention. British rugby writer Stephen Jones is an absolute tool. Yes, he is. Worst of all is Sergio Garcia. That guy is a whinger. Remember when he got all those threats of penalties because of his regripping and resetting and he'd take like 30 seconds to play a shot? Regrip, 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 regrip. Dubious background too, Sergio. Um, righto, we'll take a break. On the other side, you won't want to miss this. Maybe get the tissues. <laughs> uh, our number eight biggest sporting moment of 2022 will come at you after the break.